right, let's get back to the action with Joe Dirt and Billy the Kid on Dirt World. Thank you so much. We are indeed back for the uh, final quarter of our Wednesday night installment of Dirt World on RealRacingUSA.com. As Jack said, with Billy the Kid, I'm Joe Dirt, and it's indeed a pleasure to be back on board with you. We want you to chime in tonight at DirtWorldShow at Yahoo.com. Real simple to do that, folks. And with us, as promised on the line, picking up his first win, and it's been a long time since we said first win about this young man, but the first win on the new Ocala dirt surface. He did it on Friday night right in front of Billy Osborne and God and everybody. He drives the Grave Farms, the Mill, Air Gas, Gourmet Jose, Salsa Sponsored Number Zero from Anthony, Florida. The yeah. Brat. The Brat. Rich there Brat. it is. Oh, my. Rich, will you accept it? Yeah, that's what they so they called me, and I was five years old on the playground. Yeah, but. see that? Well, Perfect. Full circle. That is it. Billy had this on the tip of his tongue. He wanted to wait till I introduce you, and it's going to stick. The Pratt, or the Brat, Rich Pratt. Rich, uh, thanks for being no, here. Hey, hey, listen. How are we going to do it? No offense taken, by Not at all. It just rhymes with Pratt. If anybody comes up with something else, we'll do it. And, and speaking of that, before we get into the, the meet with Rich Pratt, folks, we need your help on Dirt World. Denise, I know you're listening. BJ, I know you're listening, and, and a lot of people. So if you have a good nickname for this young man, you've seen him on the racetrack, you know what he's capable of doing. Uh, of course, uh, just a beautifully prepared race car and certainly knows how to get around more tracks than one. Email us at dirtworldshow at yahoo.com and help Rich Pratt out. Rich, what's man, happening? what an awesome run Friday night, Rich. Well, I appreciate that. It sure meant a lot to me personally. Um, yeah, I've been real glad they've obviously done what they've done with Ocala, and it's almost become our worst racetrack here for a while. I I hate to say it that way, but, it, you know, it's uh, been uh, very important for us to break through over there. I wish there had been 40 cars there, but... Uh, we we had a lot of tough competitors that we had to beat to do it, so it feels good. Well, Rich, I mean, you can master tracks like uh, Volusia, and I think that's fair to say that you've had a lot of success there over the past couple of seasons, and, you know, it kind of means something for you. It's, it's that much more special to finally uh, be able to conquer Ocala, I mean, being your home racetrack for so many years. What is it? I mean, it's got to be just nothing but luck, that, that uh, it, bad luck that you've had up there uh, since before Friday night. Well, Joe, I respect you a ton. I, I I respectfully disagree a little bit. I think you make a lot of your own luck, and I think the more you believe that you make a lot of your own luck, the better it gets. Uh, sometimes my uh, lack of success is uh, here, well, I say lately, but the middle of the year has been maybe lack of preparation. Uh, I've actually kind of tried to step up my game in the garage a little bit more, to be quite honest with you, okay. here for the end of the year. And uh, maybe that's paid off a little bit. It it hurts my feelings a lot not to be able to win at Ocala. And and we've had some success at Volusia and East Bay and even North Florida and some tracks around, and and, uh, and broke through at a couple of those even. And and then to go to Ocala and not be able to kind of hurt my feelings a lot. And uh, I kind of took a few weeks off here around the summertime when it was so hot. But you know I need to to. To race how I know how to race, and that begins right, you know, here in the shop, and and, and so we just kind of been trying to, to pay a little more attention to detail, and uh, hopefully that's paying off a little bit. I, for a fact, know that you took some time off, but I just wanted you to know that I've seen your truck backed up in front of your house, and you were standing on top of the trailer watching the races. That's how close you live to the. <laughs> I can I can hear him over there, but I can't bring myself to go out there. <laughs> 
you know, speaking <laughs> of success, um, you picked up probably your biggest win in dirt racing at East Bay in the Scott Thompson Memorial earlier this year. Now this Saturday at East Bay, United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series, I know you're looking forward to that, going to some place that you've won already, and to say, like I said, to win your biggest race in a dirt car, you got to be excited about this week, man. Oh, I'm thrilled to death, man. Uh, you know, it's such a great racetrack with a lot of history, and and uh, we've only been there a couple times. Part of the reason I got a dirt car was to be able to race there, and, and I don't want to drag it out forever, but I grew up in the Bay Area, and so in my childhood days, you had the Fairgrounds East Bay, Sunshine, and Golden Gate. Well, all those are gone with the exception of East Bay. And, you know, I grew up watching, you know, Keith and Jack and Jack Jr., Nosbish, uh, and those types. Those, those guys are my heroes. And to be able to go down there and race with them fender to fender is uh, really, really neat to me personally. And to be able to win down there with them guys uh, meant a ton. And, and, uh, and it's like somebody said the other day, I was listening to an interview, they said, what racetracks do you like? Well, you like the ones you run good at. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> hey, you could, you know, you hit that. They hit that nail on the head. So, uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Ken Kenny's obviously uh, been consistently putting together wonderful shows, so uh, uh, it should be a good deal for everybody involved. Rich, with the exception of the uh, United Dirtley Model Challenge Series, and of course the, like you just mentioned, Ken Kenny putting these great shows together, and of course. Uh, Late model drivers here in the South have a choice with, of course, the National Late Model Series still in existence. But, you know, you, you still have not quite aligned yourself with one of these series, uh, nor have you with even Southern All-Stars or anything like that. Is, is that the uh, pretty much the focus for Troy and the gang and, and you guys to just remain kind of a, a solo deal and pick and choose where you want to go? Uh, absolutely. That was I spent enough time on the asphalt racing races I really didn't want to be at because that was where the series ran, you know. And uh, one thing about doing the dirt and stuff was we're going to start enjoying it. And enjoying it includes racing, winning where we want to, and not racing, winning where we don't want to. And, uh, you know, that doesn't mean that if we don't show up somewhere, we don't want to be there. That may mean that uh, in this day and time that we're busy with work, uh, you know, or whatnot. But, uh it makes it a lot more enjoyable when we can say, you know, this week, my, you know, my daughter wants to go to Disney World, so we're going to go to Disney World next week. It's an important race because it's a track I like. Uh, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not going to drive four hours to a racetrack that I don't care to go to. Uh, you know, it's bad to see, but you know, that's basically the way we're looking at it. We just want to try to put the enjoyment back in it, really. Yeah. You know, and that's one thing where you guys really shine. I mean, uh, early on last year, even you know, several times this year. You got a smile on your face, Rich, when I see you, and that's what it's about, man. You truly enjoy yourself. You have all the resources to pull from with Troy and uh, you know Troy Grave and everybody involved there. And 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 I think you hit it right on the head right there when you say you know put the uh, enjoyment back in it. And, it and, and if you're not having that fun, then why do it? But uh, again, you still have to to be competitive, and you have to kind of put that game face on. And you're able to kind of flick that switch and do that as well, man. Well, it's easy to do when you got when you're racing for Troy. Troy, uh, he's probably the greatest sponsor you'd ever want from the standpoint of your ride. He provides all we need. Uh, if we ever lose a race, it's not because we didn't have what we needed. Uh, at the same time, it doesn't carry a lot of the pressure that maybe other situations do out there. And uh, so he's a really, really close friend as well as the whole family. And I can feel confident that, God forbid, we go out there and, 
and, and have an off night that my job's not on the line or something, and it makes it a lot easier to have a smile on your face. Uh, you want many better people than them, and uh, I, I'm in the place I am because of, of, of Grave Farms and the sponsorship they've been able to give me. We just celebrated six years here a couple weeks ago, and wow, that's something I'm really proud of these days. That you know, I, I uh, and yeah, we're still going strong, and that's that's the thing. We just we just try to put a smile on our face and and uh, and enjoy it. I mean, at this level, I mean it's but it's you know it, you know it's not we're not curing cancer out there either uh <laughs> right, you know right. and uh and and man i do this because i love to do it one thing about the dirt car i was just telling a good friend of mine scott grossenbacher who's a very very good friend of mine and a very successful asphalt racer i said one thing about the dirt car i i tr- you know i truly truly love strapping in and flipping the old visor down and just running practice laps in that dirt late model i hear you I mean, that's something I can't really say about the pavement stuff. Uh, I truly love to drive these cars, man. It's it's just, it's really a lot of fun. It you go out there at Volusia and run a wide open lap, you know, at, at six thirty during warm ups is, is uh, just a hoot to me. So it's uh, it's been a great experience. I'm really glad we did it. That's for sure. Bill, you know, you're talking about Gossenbacher. Grossenbacher, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of asphalt drivers that's dipped their hand in the dirt this year. Uh, you got uh, the one of the vans as a modified, and he was there. And Alan McCaffrey, who races asphalt late or asphalt that's modified, a great guy right there too. By he, the way, he got himself a hobby stock, and he's been running at Ocala a little bit. So, you know, Wayne Anderson got him a couple dirt cars, and uh, and uh, Resnahan got him dirt cars, and Pratt got him. So I'm telling you right now, man, there's a lot of people that's going to get. It's, it's going to continue to grow, and and like Pratt says, and you know, right, asphalt racing, it, you can ride around there, but it's that on dirt racing, the track changes every time. Yeah, you sure. might run off in there and say, "I'm going to run the same spot I just ran last time." This time, it might be a little bit more dirt setting up on there, and you That's might right. lose it. You know, and, and, and talking, switching back to what you said about if you're not enjoying it, this is my line that I use a lot, and 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 Rich, I'm sure that you agree. If you're not having fun with it. You're burned out on it, and you know, that means if you're not having fun racing, that means you're burned out with racing. You understand what I'm coming? You see, that's the line I use. If I'm not having fun, that means I'm burned out, and who knows what next week's going to bring? Yeah, you're absolutely right, and uh, you know, it's, it's you know, Troy and, and the Grave family put so much into it, and my family, and my team, which is my family, uh, they put so much into it, and it's important for them to enjoy it as well, and. And uh, quite frankly, my attitude has probably a lot to do with that, you know, whether we're having fun or not. I mean, we want to be competitive. I'm not going to go out there and run 15th every night and be and have fun. I'm just not going to. Right. But but at the same time, uh, what I'm trying to say is you've got so much invested. I mean, you're investing, you know, maybe, maybe 20 to 40 hours a week for, uh, you know, potentially how much racetrack time a week? An hour at most? Yeah, if that, yeah. And so you you need to look at that and realize if I'm not enjoying that that hour that I'm on the racetrack or that six hours that I'm at the racetrack, uh, there's no real reason to sacrifice forty hours and untold amount of money here in the shop all week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you think it has a lot. You know, it, it, like I said, we're not curing cancer out there. <laughs> That's right. 
And uh, to steal a, uh, uh, that, now that's a, a line from John Rankin. I'm going to give him credit for that. But I thought it was a great line. <laughs> <laughs> you're exactly right. Uh, he had a hell of a run out there uh, Saturday night, man, before uh, something happened to that race car. Yeah, two Saturdays yeah. ago, the rear end broke. He, we, we had a talk a couple weeks ago, and he told me that, so I'm going to give him credit for that. But I- The following is a presentation 